Hello, and welcome to Pop Culture Hangfire with Christian and Gabriel. podcast where Gabe and I talk about pop culture throughout different years, but sometimes we do back-to-back episodes uh, about specific topics. So this came about from literally last week's episode where I said we should do an episode where we talk about comics, graphic novels that got turned into movies. And uh, with not too much uh, research, we put together a list. I went based on movies that I liked, that I watched, that happened to be graphic novels. And then I also have the graphic novels that I liked that got turned into movies. So so that's basically where, where, um, where the list comes from, right? So do you, I guess the question is before we even get started, do you have a... Not a preference, but does is that something that excites you when 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 there's a comic book that you like that you hear is going to be turned into a a, a movie? Let's start from the from when it's a comic book first, right? I mean that's an easy yes, but the the difference for me is that I have much less exposure. My exposure to comic books is much less broad. Ah, okay. So I I just didn't uh, have or have access to as many. So a lot of me was working backwards on that. So if I really liked a particular comic thing, I would generally be more inclined to go check the comic for the thing I liked. Because for me, when I hear about a, a, a comic that I like that's being turned into a movie, there's that hesitation of like who's directing, who's writing, who's acting in it, because I do like it. And then on the, on the opposite end, right, I've really liked the movie that then I find out was a comic book first or a graphic novel or a manga. Yeah. So let's uh let's let's go over the 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 top hits of like movies that we know were graphic novels or comics before and and were really good like regardless of uh of the original content right. Um, I just thought of one as you were speaking and it just left my brain. Damn it. Okay, maybe I'll come back. We need we need a uh an effect a bam from it leaving your head. Okay, you know, done. Pow. <laughs> What what about like a suction like like you know Schlorp. yeah like like I got <laughs> sucked out of my brain. All right, that's fair. All right, so so from the list, Gabe, go ahead, we'll just go. Let's go back and forth on like top movie that you like that also happens to be a graphic novel comic. I think the one that first jumped into my head, which I I'll, I'll we'll have to wait and see if it's if I think it's the best of the best, but like Blade was the first one that immediately. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that was that was what fifteen years before the MCU and the popularity. Mm-hmm. Like one of those few characters that got that got like like we were just talking about, like the Punisher, right? Independently successful. Yeah, yeah. Although the Punisher like wasn't people, successful. Yeah. People liked the character enough that like the movie was going to get attention regardless. You know, it wasn't like I mean, again, look at Marvel. Like what they've done is they've taken a lot of like B list or C-list or lower superheroes and actually made them popular. They didn't just get A-listers, you know? Because initially, like, Iron Man wasn't even a, you know, that wasn't a, a star character. And also because... And they made him a star. Because the A-listers had already been paid by somebody, paid and bought by another production company, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at your you look at your, your Spider-Man, like, it took a while because 
somebody was making money. He sold him. Yeah, they had, they had to keep the the whole ship afloat, so they sold him. Yeah, yeah. It, Blade was, I think. Um, I mean, I can't speak as much from the comic side for it, but like, obviously, had the appeal. Yeah, I. You know what's funny? I watched the first two. I and again, it was because of Ryan Reynolds. I've re I've watched Blade Trinity more times than the first two, even though the first one's really good with, with Stephen Dorff, right? He's the bad guy in that one. Yeah, no, the first one's uh, probably. I have to have watched that one the most. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good one. Again, part three I liked a lot just because of, of uh, was it Jessica Biel and um, mm-hmm. and uh, Ryan Reynolds. And I mean, it's it's funnier when you know the fraught context of the shooting too of that one. What do you mean? Well, just how um, how how weird Wesley Snipes was, for whatever reason, about like he was like in character the whole time, like he wouldn't answer to his name he would only answer to blade and he would leave like he wouldn't talk to the director wasn't on speaking terms he'd leave like sticky notes from blade to the director to communicate jesus they had to do a bunch of shooting around him just being like he's not going to do it today so like his body double and change shots up so you wouldn't see his face oh it's one of the okay it was it was a very like you know he just like wasn't enthused for whatever reason i'm sure there's speculation or pops even facts as to why but like I just remember reading a bunch of the blurbs about how like hard it was because Ryan Reynolds has talked about like how how hard it was because he was excited to be in it and then it was just like not a good experience. And you know what's funny too? Like that's one of those movies where he really nails the character, like the look and the style and everything. You you know like so it's it's I guess it's disappointing to hear that that he was difficult to work with considering like how good like he was as that character. It's it's gonna be interesting to see the new guy take over. Yeah. Okay, so Blade is is your first one. I that is just I think one of the most memorable comic okay. book movies that I've seen. I have two at the top of my list that I think did justice to the to the graphic novel slash comic. Um, and I'm trying to decide which one. Are, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Watchmen. I think the Watchmen movie did not ruin the comic and did not change the story so much where it's a different thing it is it is almost like a really big fan of the comic saying i'm going to turn this into a movie and make it look awesome and they really didn't change much like uh it's it's pretty much like shot for shot for some parts um i think the casting was the other big thing they they nailed it with the casting so well and i think that was the return of what's his name right Haley joel no not Haley joel that's a that's a sixth sense isn't he the guy who played roshar Rorschach. Rorschach, yeah. So, fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny story about him, right? His name is Jackie Earl Haley. In the 70s, dude, Jackie Earl Haley was like teen pop sensation status. He was like the cool, hip kid with the long hair and the motorbike in the Bad News Bears movie. You know, I like that dude was like up there with like, you know, the, the Rob Lowe's and the, and you know, like that. That was him. And yeah. then, and then, like, work dried up like crazy. And then he gets put in as a, as a, uh, uh, I keep saying Roshark. And then, uh, and then, like, he got the, uh, he got the, uh, reboot for, uh, Freddy Krueger. And he was Freddy Krueger in the new ones. Uh, and then his career, like, you know, went right up again. But, but yeah, he had this gap, dude, in like, from like 90, to like 2000 where he was just not getting any work 
and then 2009 like the watchman happens and then you see him in like i said you see him in uh night uh, nightmare on elm street he's in the new robocop he london has fallen like he just starts getting a ton of work like the dude is is really good but anyway so watchman watchman for me i think that they really nailed the look of the comic and they didn't like ruin it it was it's a it's a it's a perfect adaptation of a of a of a comic it, it's it's really 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 fucking good and then my second choice and again it goes down into casting and innovation 300 nailed the comic i mean they again almost shot for shot which visuals which again could be boring right you could have a boring movie if you're like well this is they just literally copied the comic now the visuals they got the action they got but what really helped that movie was that cast like gerard butler as leonidas is like perfect like literally perfect no one else could have played that role And and if they i hope they never even bother trying to remake it but but the fact that you had an incredible cast and that they were able to pull off trying to capture the look of that movie, of that comic, into the movie, and they nailed it perfectly. Because we see them try again with the spirit, and it didn't quite didn't quite hit, you know? So it definitely took a couple things coming together for that movie. But that movie, though, 300, I think is, is one of those perfect movies. There is literally nothing wrong with that movie. And the adaptation from the comic is spectacular. Just one of the greatest movies ever made, I think. Fun in that sense. Yeah. What's your next one? I think, so I think next on my list was already done. Like next for me, that would jump out would be Watchmen probably. Oh, but okay. I, I think, I think, uh, I, Hellboy mm. comes to mind. And so far, actually, uh, I've seen all of these. Also. Oh, wow. <laughs> For the record, like I was looking at the list, and I was like, I've seen like I think almost all of these. Shockingly, not quite, but almost. Yeah, Hellboy is really fun, and and again, like I think it's one of those things, right? Um, where where there when there isn't when there isn't a huge studio and there is no expectation of like this is going to connect to this and this. They, well, nobody's sitting there going like this is money, so like you know, print that, pr- get the printer ready. <laughs> Basically, I don't think they were thinking that with Hellboy. I think there's people that are like, "Who the fuck is Hellboy?" And the exactly. Like, <laughs> but Ron Perlman, man, he he was that was fantastic. I was gonna say casting. I haven't seen the new reboot or the new one, so I know I heard the reactions. I think they did a. I think objectively from the outside, it seems like they did another good job of casting the main. Although again, I haven't seen the movie. It seems like it would be a good cast, but it's hard to beat the original. So look, David Harbour is a really good actor. He really yeah. is a good actor. And um and they followed a story. They followed uh yeah. uh, uh you know one of his, one of uh, Mike um Mike Mignola's stories. So it, they had really good material. I I didn't like the the makeup, the prosthetics, and I didn't like the choice that that David Harbour made for the voice. Well, for the re okay yeah yeah because because i think yeah there was just it was missing it was missing that again when ron perlman pretty much defined what what hellboy looks and sounded like right they, they yeah you know they did a little better with the look but when it came to the face i just it looked like i don't know it just didn't work and the way he spoke 
it just did not work. But the movie was a lot of fun. I, I, I just I couldn't I couldn't stop comparing the two in my head. And uh, and 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 Ron Perlman just won. He, he won that one. I also assume that the um, that the irreverence that Ron Perlman brings is a is a function of the character in the comic. That's true, too. Which was just like, again, it felt both very Ron Perlman and like it was probably like it fit the character really well. Again, I did not read the comics, but like, I mean, the praise that that movie tends to get for its source material, I uh, it seems like it was just a really good casting match for all around. It, it was. And again, nothing against David Harbour. Um, I think that 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 uh, the role had been. You know, like like we were just talking about Blade, right? And it's been recast, and somebody new is mm-hmm. coming in. Which, I it does look good on paper again, too. I think. Oh, for sure, right? But there isn't, there wasn't so much that Blade that that Wesley Snipes did that's going to hurt somebody else trying. It's almost like the Tobey Maguire. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Garfield. Spider Man gets a built in like pass because of the whole uh, the realities, all the different like yeah because of the Spider Verse. Like it's so easy to just kind of be like, this is just a different. And also, you know what? They, they've all been friendly. Like all the Spider-Man yeah. guys have been really fun, and they've they've really like enjoyed being those characters. So I think that's the other part. But yeah, um, except for uh, Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire's brief stint as a bad boy dancing down the street, where he was a little less friendly. Uh, but no, but it, <laughs> but it wasn't he even friendlier because he was. Uh, you he know? was. I don't know. if Friendly is the word I would use. Creepy was a probably a better. Mm-hmm. Your okay. creepy neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> You're friendly, creepy. <laughs> friendly, just in quotes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, Hellboy definitely. I I think it's a it's a fantastic fantastic one. And you know what's funny? Like Hellboy made me want to read Hellboy more. That was the other thing that Hellboy the movie did, right? And so I I definitely I saw Hellboy and I saw Hellboy Two: The Golden Army. So of the Hellboy movies, the originals I saw both of them. Okay, my next one is going to be Ninja Turtles. I the first one, not to be confused with the Secret of the Ooze or Turtles in Time from ninety two and ninety five. Um, this is the original, much darker, much you know closer to the to the original uh, source material. I was listening to uh, How Did This Get Made, and they were talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, and that. Literally, they said we need to make it friendlier and more kid oriented. I didn't know this. I've only seen the Secret of the Ooze once, but they never actually used their their weapons. They ne- like Leonardo never they apparently just have them on and just yeah. hit people. And they Fantastic. use everything but the but their weapons to hit people. And even hitting them is not. It's like you know, it has like it just it's comical. But A they, comic, yeah, it's slapstick. It's yeah. Not. So they were they were that basically that's what it was. They were going for um they were going for like a kid audience and they just completely the the great thing about the first one was completely like take everything that was great about the first one they're like take it away. That sucks. Yeah. But the first one though, it like it's one of those things where it was done so well like you're like these ninja they're, they're ninja turtles. These guys are real. They they live in this world with us. You know, like they didn't make him cartoony. Um, they did do like the different color, you know, bandanas and stuff like that. Or that's I, real though. Well, in the comic though, okay. God damn it, Gabe. <laughs> I was about to, I was about to raise my glass <laughs> and be like, well, technically, <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, 
but yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, that one, dude. I, I I still think that's such a great great film, and and again, like stuck to uh, the source material. It was well done. It, it it was. I think it's it's yeah. I would say the top five for me. So this is one I haven't seen, and it's funny because this came up. Uh, we were talking about last night uh, in last night's activities. Um, so uh, there was a some people uh, went and saw a movie that we went and saw the the new Ninja Turtle. Um, oh man, kids movie. Yeah. Oh, the you went to see? You, I did. Oh. I did not go see. Oh, it. okay. Um, friends of mine did, and. I didn't see it. I got asked, well, would you rather go do that? And I was like, well, I mean, not objectively. No, like, I mean, I, I, I got missed by Ninja Turtles growing up, possibly because of the, uh, the, 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 like, I couldn't watch Power Rangers either because it was a bunch of people hitting people, even though it's hilarious. It is. And in no way um, uh, seems like it would encourage violence. It encourages hilarity. Uh, but yeah, I did not. So I don't have that same, like a lot of people I know are super like, oh man, like, they grew up with the really good, you know, early Ninja Turtles, and I did not. So I, I did not see this, and I, I do not have the same core memories and knowledge of Ninja Turtles. And you, and you know what, dude? I, I follow the Ninja Turtles. I'm, I'm actually looking, I'm really looking forward to Mutant Mayhem. But I saw the, I saw the, I saw the, the background. Huh? You've got your, on the shelf. I do. I do. The background. It's, I, they've made, they've made, they've made it into production on our end. I I watched the the cartoon, watched the movie, read the comic, watched all three of those original ones, then followed them when they went to like CGI to computer animated, to like the the you know, the 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 Michael Mann reboots. Saw them both, um, you know, like, and 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 I I'm like, I've been disappointed plenty of times, uh, and then I tried putting radioactive waste on actual turtles to see if we could recreate this. Didn't yeah. have a rat. That's probably why it didn't work. Well, remember though, technically, uh, Master Splinter was a human that got turned into a rat for the record. So that's the real trick. Is you, it's hard. Those are hard to find. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So I've I've been I've been with them for the last thirty years, and I'm still in. And I'm I'm glad that that it seems like people like me are now making the movies. That's like it's funny how that like I guess it's just a corporate it's a corporate issue, uh, you know, because whenever the money gets good enough, you know, the stuff gets completely uh, co-opted, you know, and it loses its 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 soul because when you have people that care, it's like the Star Wars stuff. It's like seeing the Mandalorian, right? And seeing people who love Star Wars make Star Wars instead of people who go, how much money is this going to make <laughs> when, we, when we release this? Do we do you like put the stuff in it that makes money? You know, more money, please. But like people who actually love the material, you know, and we're seeing the same thing with like video games. You know, occasionally you'll have a big one drop where it's like there's obviously the passion is what matters and that makes it successful. It's it's so weird that that's a cycle that, you know, throughout creative history just repeats where something popular, they go money, question mark. <laughs> and then, no, passion, make money. And they go, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's funny when you said Mandalorian, it made me think of something, right? It made me think of like, uh, the, another movie I have on my list is Dread, right? Judge Dread. But I have Dread. I don't have, I don't have Judge Dread. I have Dread. Same. Because, and talking about the Mandalorian and about how you can make money off of it. The original Judge Dread movie had Sebastian Stallone. He wears the helmet for like five minutes. He rips that bad boy off. And you ain't covering that face up. Nope, we did not pay millions of dollars. 
and to ex- hide that and expect millions of dollars to hide mm-hmm. that. But you look at the Mandalorian and like Pedro Pascal's face is shown one in one episode, right? At towards the end of yeah. season and he one, he gets shit for it for the rest of the the rest of the show. <laughs> exactly, right? He's constantly like having to go. Yes, I showed my in face. In universe, everyone's like, "For shame! For shame!" Boo. <laughs> But but then you but then you look at Dread with Carl Urban, who kept the mask on the, the entire time. Like it's perfect. And you're like, we paid for Carl Urban, but we're not getting his face. Like you're getting, you got his jawline. Yeah, fantastic like that's, jawline. That's a that's a very uh, specifically designed costume to give you still some. Yeah, you know they're like got to have some right. Yeah. But yeah, so that that's one when, when you said that I was like, oh right, Dread is the one on my list. But again, the. the yeah, because again, the the original was was source material, but how do we make the most money out of it? As opposed to how do we make a good adaptation of this character? I went through a, a similar process with perhaps a little less critical towards the comic book part, but like I was just like, which one of these is better? And I was like, well, and maybe I didn't define it quite the same, but I was like, one of these is clearly better than the other. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to go with the good one, even though it's not the original adaptation. What's your next one? Uh, I mean, I think uh, after all that talking, we have to go into Dread, which, again, is one of the ones I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not overly familiar with the source material. I did know before I saw either one of them that there was a comic character involved. Um, okay. But I'm curious to hear more about how the new one, how close, more closely it matches. It just, I don't know, it just, a combination of it felt like more like a comic book. I don't know how else to say it. Like when you're watching it, and I guess that's a matter of it nailing the, the style that is involved, um, as well as as portraying the character more accurately. And then there's something to be said for the stylistic choice with how they did the the drug. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was just, it was great. It was it was a great visual conveyance of the feeling that they were trying to give you. Which is another thing that graphic novels and comics can capture differently because of the the, the medium. Yep. Yep, for sure. I want to throw in very quickly Akira or Akira mm. because I saw that in the early 90s and was blown away by how fucking good that was. And then I found out it was a. And then I. In the early 90s, dude, I was not aware of manga at all. Yeah. And we used to just still call it comic None books. None of us were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, yes, Gabe. I believe you were not. <laughs> um, but we just called them. We called them Japanese comics back then. We, we weren't even we're using the right term, you know. Didn't realize it was a whole other yeah. subset. And and then you find out you're like, oh my god! Like the attention to detail. No wonder this movie is so good. But yeah, I'll, I'll throw I'll throw up there uh, Akira just because it's it's um it's. Yeah, it's probably my favorite animated film of all time. I think probably one of the greatest animated films of all time. Uh, Surprisingly, that's another one I have not seen, despite being knowing at this point about it being exposed and having done pretty much all of your usual like American intro to anime and and manga like stuff. Like I've I've watched all of Bebop, I've watched Trigun, I've watched whatever Adult Swim put on, which was mm-hmm. like the the lowest hanging fruit for. Mm-hmm. you know Inuyasha, whatever so like i've been exposed enough to take that next step and be like well what are some of this stuff and that the poster and the stuff's iconic that's one of those oh, ones yeah. we, we talked before about being at like the video store yes video rental 
and seeing that like that is an icon places would have that as a poster just because it was so iconic you'd walk past a section and that would jump out like yeah yeah um a quick quick little story for me i have i have a dvd of of akira and it was like the um it was like i think it's like the 10th or 15th year anniversary and I went to Golden Apple Comics on Melrose back when it used to be like uh, on um, by Fairfax and uh, and Melrose, and I went specifically to look for that because I knew they had it. It was the it was the only comic book shop, you know. Mm-hmm. I go there, and the guys are like, "Yeah, we have one copy, but it's uh, it's dented." And at the time, like I'm 20 years old or something, I, it never crossed my mind to go. So how much of a discount, guy? You know, like now I'm all like, well, if it's dented, how much are we taking off? 25% off or what? Not back then. Yeah, he's yeah. like, it's the only one I got. If you want it, you can take it. And I was like, I really want it. And I was like, and I paid full price for it. I don't even know what it was. To this day, though, I still have that. And I have seen it. Uh, the DVD. And I, this is the reason why my PlayStation 4 got turned on like a year ago to watch Akira. Um, but yeah, no, love that film. Dude. It's, it's one of the one of the greatest anime, uh, like Japanese animated films. Uh, actually, no, I'll say I'll say animated in general it's just it's fantastic uh what's your next one let's see i think crossing over the two lists mine and this i think let's do uh v for vendetta okay i i I, i'll jump in quickly just because like i was i watched the movie and i and up until like our conversation i thought it was a book that got turned into a movie and you blew my mind just a couple minutes ago. Yeah. So I, I, again, not that I knew ahead of time. Like I just, I, I, I too went and saw the movie and thought, Oh, cool. And then, you know, looked a little and thought like, Oh, there's some stuff behind this. Okay, cool. Um, but we just looked now and like uh, in the, in the eighties, no less, it was uh, initially a graphics novel and then had a, a, a comic run, a 10 issue run. Um, and uh, yeah, like I, I, w- I don't know, like, I guess I wouldn't have guessed it was quite that old, but I guess it, it does kind of fit the 80s. <laughs> it, is, sort it, of it, is a ni- it is a 1984 kind of, uh, kind of uh, you know, like Big Brother's Watching type of thing, isn't it? Yeah, the vibes. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it actually really does. Because I, I probably would have picked, like, ni- like you know, like mid-90s or something because of the... And, and the other thing you said was it's written by Alan Moore, which... Again, yes. the same man who wrote the Watchmen. <laughs> that paranoia runs deep. Yeah, he's a uh, he's he. That guy's looking over his shoulder for sure. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, no, I I didn't know it was a comic. To be honest with you, now I actually want to read the comic or the graphic. Yeah, the the comics because the movie didn't do anything for me. I remember it was a big movie for Natalie Portman. I remember she shaved her head in it. Remember? Yep. But uh, and you know everybody got it. everybody does the the November fifth poem right or uh, yeah. So I I get it, but I I was I was never a fan to be honest with you of the movie. But maybe the graphic novel might turn me on. My my brother was a fan, but he was also a fan of the original Guy Fox, the character. So like oh. he knew the poem from before. That's oh, okay. how much of a he was a more of a history nerd, and the, the 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 character that the protagonist took on in his anti-government uh, escapades. But I, I don't know. I thought stylish movie like it was fun. It feels like I'll be curious to find out. I want to hear your report when, if and when you read, because I'm curious how well they stuck, because it feels like it was pretty stylistic in a lot of its choices. Yeah. Um, and if just just that quick Google, like the mask iconic, that's it. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. 
and obviously the movie popularized because now you see stuff in the news where you'll see like oh, anytime yeah. they say something about anonymous that mask is in yep. the picture yep. 100 percent of the time they've either got a person wearing it just a picture of the mask 100 percent of the time that now represents yeah basically. internet hacking yeah that's it like that's become the face of it no no joke yeah no i agree but yeah no i'm looking i'm actually gonna have to look it up i have to mention sin city again like it, but it's one of the and I, and I think we go back to a fan of the work tried to recreate what he saw and he fucking nailed it robert rodriguez yeah sin city he didn't have to write anything he didn't like uh you know frank miller wrote wrote a perfect i mean i i literally have four of the issues right here you know With like an arm's length yeah half arm's length gabe a baby could reach these <laughs> but um but I'm no probably not safe <laughs> should be reading that <laughs> they're heavy they're actually heavy um but no but it's it, it, yeah it's one of those like it, you read the comic and you watch the movie and you're like this is literally this is the same picture it's the exact same picture he he did but again back to casting like nobody could have done could have done marv except for mickey rourke nobody could have done marv um and with, that's the funny thing because it seems like it sounds like on the surface when you talk about how like how true it is to the thing and how it sounds like it's less work I'm going to mm-hmm. quote that. It sounds like you think like, oh, sick. Like, I just have to literally recreate shot for shot, kind of. But like the choice, because of course you have to like make it flow as a, a visual medium. And then the casting is so important then to capture the characters properly that like a couple of mistakes. Every now and then you'll see one of those things where it's like, who could have played? Who was in the running to play? And you think like, oh, God, like if they'd gotten so-and-so, this wouldn't have been the movie. You yep. Know? Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, Sin City, I had, I had to talk about it. And, and again, you, you really like... It's but it's one of those niche movies too, right? Like you don't you don't go and you don't go to the movie theater and see, hey, what's playing? Oh, Sin City. You know, like there has to be a connection between Frank Miller comics and Robert Rodriguez, and he nailed the recreation. Like that is a specific movie you go watch, you know? It isn't like, oh, it's the new Ryan Reynolds movie. I'm gonna, yeah, of, of course, I'm gonna go watch the proposal. Draw for yeah, as many people. It, no, people like that are just Rodriguez fans are gonna be like, oh, what did he make? obviously fans of the comic did this measure up you know or somebody like i mean i think i fit in the third category of people who saw the trailer and thought what is this exactly this is interesting and it was it was good and 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 talk about ensemble cast i mean fucking oh yeah everybody and their mothers in that movie christ which is kind of another testament to the people making the film that you can get all those people to be on board with the project because like if you know the wrong person or somebody else was helming it you might be like i don't want to like exactly you know, good point i'm not going to stick out like potentially you know my five minutes yeah um if you're elijah wood your five minutes stuck out yeah he was good in that <laughs> movie too. He was. Uh, uh very quickly speaking of blade and that that standalone character spawn spawn was a very good film Speaking of which, obviously, I saw V for Vendetta. I've seen uh, Sin City, and uh, I've seen Spawn, surprisingly. So as of right now, you you haven't seen Akira, and you haven't seen... Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. That's not bad, dude. That's like 80, yeah. That's like 80%. I'm doing pretty good so far. That's a, that's a B, <laughs> according to the American. To yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Spawn, I thought... I, 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 again, 
Um, I don't think they followed a specific storyline. I thought I think they were hoping to be able to do more Spawn movies. Yeah, because, yeah, because they definitely were because HBO had a television show where they did a whole like, a whole season of it. But uh, you know, not just because of my love for John Leguizamo, but he was fantastic in that. But Todd McFarlane was involved. Like the creator was involved. There was a lot of love put into that movie. And honestly, like the the uh, special effects of that cape were phenomenal. Like they did some they amazing did for their era. things. They yeah, did a really good. They job. really were ahead of their time. I want to say too, some of the few like like external clips and things I've seen is that like Michael Jai White was really into the character too, which helps. He really your was. Actor is like enthused about the character. Yeah, that I, that that must help a lot. Yeah. Uh, what's your next one, Gabe? Uh, okay, let's see here. Um. You know what? Like I, I didn't think of it in the the build up to this, but it jumped out from the list was uh, Constantine. Okay, Keanu Reeves, which yeah. of course I've also seen. Obviously, otherwise Can't I wouldn't. It'd be weird to bring up. <laughs> I feel like that deserves a rewatch here pretty soon. It's been a minute since I watched and it. And you know what? Though I, I, I've seen it twice, maybe in the last twenty years, or I think it came out in the mid two thousand. So yeah, but in the last yeah. fifteen years. Um. Yeah. No. I, I think. He's one of those characters where he can he can be an action film and not necessarily be considered. And I think we're getting to that part of the list where we're now we now enjoyed the movie for the movie. And it just so happens to be connected to a comic book character. I think we're getting to that part of the list where we're like, oh, this was a comic book, wasn't it? Constantine has recently in the last couple of years has gotten, you know, in the DC animated universe movies. So he's been making appearances again, but he's yeah, you're right. He's not one of those strong characters. But uh, back to what you said, Keanu Reeves was a fan and he wanted to make that film. Yeah, he wants to do more too. Like that, that comes up periodically in discussion. You'll see that like you know Keanu's still interested in you know doing another one. So like he would like to reprise the character if 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 the studios are ever interested in making it. And he's barely sixty, so he's got plenty of time. I mean, having seen him in person now. I can oh. say that he looks he looks as good as he ever did. How close were you? I mean, I wasn't. I mean, not only was I not super super close to the stage, but he like he tended not to look up as much as uh, he kind of could get away with, and I was drunk. Oh, because I really was going to ask about the smell, but yeah, never mind. <laughs> I did not catch a whiff of it because <laughs> my friend my friend once ran into Slash at a at a restaurant, and the only thing he said was, "Fuck, he reeks of cigarettes." <laughs> I mean, it fits though. And I'm like, well, yeah, his hair is a fucking sponge for that shit. Yeah, like the the guy just it look. I mean, it looks spongy. He looks like like it's it's like look not to be. I love I love Jason Momoa, but I I can already kind of tell what he might smell like. <laughs> just leather and bo is what I think Jason Momoa smells like. Natural bo though, not like stinky bo. Natural bo. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just you know, like he's that, out there living life. Exactly. You know, and I'm okay with that. So I think if I smelled if I smelled act uh, slash and he smelled like cigarettes and booze, I'd be like, yeah, that's that's slash. Yeah, that makes sense. I think he gets up there and plays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, actually, quickly, we. I mean, I want to mention the X Men because they did also stick to storylines, which I appreciate. Yes. The, the later movies, like the first class, Age of Apocalypse, they really stuck to storylines that existed. And again, really great casting. Another great thing that they did was that even though they had Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, you know, 
Sir Pat Stu as as uh, Xavier. Like they had great fucking movies. They were like, hey, why don't we go and do another story about the first class, about them being younger? And then it's James McAvoy. And you're like, they they like they understood and they didn't even try to like bring Wolverine like, hey, Wolverine should be in this too, right? Because he's super no. They were like, no, we're we're going. They, they did a little bit. They yeah, they well, yeah. cameoed him. Like they, they had to. Yeah. They, they couldn't quite fully escape. But like, let's be honest. Like, but but even if, like, if you have Wolverine, you put Wolverine a little bit. Yeah, but even with Mystique, right? You had Rebecca Remain Stamos playing the the current version, and then when you go to the yeah. first class, you have Jennifer Lawrence, and you're like, that is like that is being a fan. That is taking like looking at the material and going, we can't, you know, she can't be the same person. I thought I thought I want to give a shout out to yeah they did a really good job with the X Men movies. It's surprising again that they were able to do a good job casting twice. That's true. Hard enough to catch once, and then to to be able to go back and not just be like, what if we just de age? (laughs) Yeah, because you know what, (laughs) like they try to do. Um, what? Because because they did they did um they did what's his name uh uh uh, oh my god who did who who played the young Magneto? Oh yeah 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 Fastbender. Uh, yeah, Michael Fassbender, right? And you're like, oh my god, he's a great Magneto. But then you're like, wait, Ian McKellen was a great Magneto yeah, too. Like, you're like, Jesus. Talk about shoes to fill. Great, great cast choices, dude. I really, yep. really enjoyed those. But I wanted to make sure I called those out because the the yeah, no, that that I think I think that makes the last one that I like penned my own. I was like X Men. I was like, honestly, I think it fits because it was pre. Yeah, yeah. They both did pre, and they also did faithfully stick to. To some sort of uh, material. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you got uh, that that you watched and and maybe like you, the the movie came first before the comic? I mean, very easy to say Road to Perdition because I didn't even realize that one was a comic book, and I remember seeing it in theaters. Like I went and saw. Oh it wow! And I was like, this is an interesting movie. Let's see this. And then I uh, I you know what? Like I saw it today. I I know I had seen before that it was a comic book, but I had forgotten in the interim and like. I think it was way after I'd seen the movie that I first saw that. Like, this is a comic book. Uh, that was a great movie. I, I'm a huge fan of like gangster movies, like 1930s, mm-hmm. 1940s gangster movies, and you know, like Untouchables. But uh, but Tom Hanks, dude, he 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 was again, and I think this is exactly one of those movies where I saw the movie, loved it, and years later found out it was a it was a graphic novel. Yeah. Uh, right with that, I'll put up History of Violence. There's another one that like I have not seen oh, and on I, the list here, and I remember being interested when I saw the trailer. I was like, I want to see that. And I, it was when I just didn't make it to see. Oh, Vigo Mortensen, dude, is fucking. Oh, he's great. He's so fucking good in that movie, dude. And again, watched it, loved it, watched it more than once. Years later, decade later, probably, I found out it was a it was a graphic novel. It's like, oh wow. Yeah, I don't think I knew until today. Oh, nice. Very nice. Like again, I I even missed seeing it, so I was like, hmm? and then seeing that on the list, I was like, oh, I got another one for you. Then this one I enjoyed the hell out of it and didn't think much of it because it was a Disney movie, The Rocketeer. Rocketeer is 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 such a fun, good film, and then I found out, like again, decades later, that it was like a comic in the nineteen eighties. Because when mm-hmm. you watch when you watch it, it sounds like a norm. It, it sounds almost new. You're like, oh yeah, this is like you know, like Indiana Jonesy kind of looking. You know, like they're fighting Nazis. Never did I think it was a comic book before. I saw this. I saw Rocketeer uh, as a kid, 
and I have not seen it since. So I, I do not have the complete memory because like I was I was very young when I saw it. But I remember being enthralled because of flying flying. I think I you know even before Boba Fett I liked. I clearly I had a you know it it tickles your imagination to see someone flying around. So actually I didn't think about Boba uh, I didn't think about Boba Fett to be honest with you and like and like Mandalorian and and anybody. But but again like when I watched this movie I I thought. First of all, everybody loves Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin, ugh, such a jewel. It's a jewel to this world. And Timothy Dalton playing like, he looks like a 1920s, 1930s like actor. You know, like he looks like Robin Hood from the 1940s. So it was such a great, fun movie. And, um, and I saw it in the last five years. Dude. It still holds up. It's such a great film. Uh, special effects, obviously, ugh, they're rough. They're rough on certain parts, but uh, but finding out that it's a comic now, I saw comics of it afterwards, and I thought they were inspired by the movie. Turns out it was before, so I'm actually, that's another one on my list of of, of comics that I'm going to go back to. So now I have, nice. I have two. Just wanted to give a shout out to Rocketeer. What do you got next? The Crow. Mm. Did not know it was a comic. I'm not going to lie. I. I mean, yeah, I think the news overshadowing it is about, like, who's in it, you know, not about, like, that's kind of when you, even if you like to Google it, like, that's the kind of stuff, if you're looking at the movie, right, um, it's more about, uh, it's more about the real life events surrounding it. I, 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 I think, like, it makes perfect sense that it's a comic when you mm -hmm. look at the story, mm -hmm. like, if that's a comic book character, obviously, uh, the shadow cast over the whole thing is is brandon lee yeah yeah i think that's a you thing know? i think that's a thing and i know they made like three crows after that because the crow can yep. can resurrect anyway but yeah yeah which but i thought immediately i thought it was just a cool film and i never oh, yeah never thought twice about it like I, I just you know later on yeah you know all right i know we're almost at time um so let's do some mentions here uh i want to make sure i shout out the movie the losers I saw this movie and thoroughly enjoyed it, right? It has a it has a really really good cast too. Like it has um Harry Dean Morgan, right? Famous for his his uh appearance in um Walking Dead. But it has Idris Alba, Zoe Zaldana, Chris Evans. It has a really good cast. And when I watched the movie, I was like, Oh, this is really good. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It came out in like I think two thousand ten maybe. And then, yeah, late years later, found out it was a comic book based on a vertical comics. I think that's a that's a fantastic. It's a it's a really fun film. I want to shout out uh, 30 Days of Night with Josh Harnett. Saw the movie. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Thought it was such a cool vampire like, uh, you know, storytelling. Because basically, have you seen 30 Days of Night? I haven't. I know of it. Yeah. But basically, imagine in Alaska where where night can be a thing for months mm -hmm. with vampires which means they are yep. out and about daily it's a yeah. really and then it ends with like you know when the sun comes back it's a such a great film and then i found out yeah it was uh, it was uh, based on a comic and um, and they've done uh, there's a few different versions of it like a few different um, uh, novels so i i i really 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 like that and then the other one that surprised me also was Snowpiercer. I thought Snowpiercer was a fantastic movie. Chris Evans in that one too. 
Such a great fucking movie. Did not know it was a comic. Did not know it was a graphic novel. Have you seen Neil Snowpiercer? I haven't. Okay. That's a good one. It's a very good one. I, I really like that one. Uh, any shout-outs uh, for you? The, any, any more shout-outs for me? The trivia bit about Snowpiercer, I guess, that I remember is that for the... I want to say it was for the... Wasn't it the final scene of uh, the after credit scene for Avengers when they brought him back to shoot for the shawarma thing? Where they're all eating shawarma, mm. they had to like because Chris Evans had the beard for Snowpiercer. Uh-huh. That's the reason he's sitting the way he is, with like his back to the camera, and he's got a he's got a prosthetic. Oh, really? Because he had a beard. He had a beard for his other. He was making a movie, and he, you know, so they had to they had to go through a bunch of hoops to get him to look. And you know, he's not really like he's kind of just sitting there, like drinking his thing and holding his his wrap, his shawarma. He doesn't. He's not eating because like they couldn't. I did not know that. Yeah, that was the trivia. That's the only thing. Because I remember he had a beard for another thing, and I think that's what it was. Oh, that's interesting, dude. Yeah, it's funny that both Marvel and DC ran into facial hair <laughs> struggles. Like you had Superman <laughs> with his mustache from uh, uh, Mission Impossible, that's right? That's funny. He had his mustache to be, yeah. And they had to like, CGI out that's funny. for the reshirts. Yep. <laughs> um, I, uh, oh, Kick-Ass was another good one. I thought Kick-Ass was a great See film. That. Never yep. read the comic, but I thought it was a great film. And I knew it was a comic. Uh, or I found out after the movie was the success of the movie. Uh, shout out to Popeye starring Robin Williams. That was a fun film. It was exactly what the 80s required of Popeye. And I think they nailed uh-huh. it. I think they nailed it. Um, we talked about Dick Tracy with uh, Warren Beatty. Uh, again, uh-huh. nailed being able to capture the essence of Dick Tracy. Uh, speaking of like of meta Scott Pilgrim, right? Great movie based on a graphic novel that is now being uh, released as an anime. Fantastic. That's a fantastic movie. That's a fantastic movie. And I'm going to watch the anime, even though it looks like it's just the movie again. Old boy. I watched the original old boy. I thought it was a a fantastic movie. I even watched the American version with Josh uh, Brolin. And then I found out it was a it was based on a manga, um, but shout out to the original uh, old boy. The mask was again like out of out, I think that's one of those things where I'm like that was just a really great film and Jim Carrey was amazing, based on a comic, based on a really great comic apparently. Men in Black I didn't know was based on a comic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes perfect sense when you if you go back. But, yeah, but yeah. If you go back, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that one that one was fantastic. Um, I really love the movie Red R E D with Bruce Willis and Morgan Freeman and John Malkovich. Did not know it was based on a comic. Love that fucking film. It's fantastic. I remember a movie from the nineties called Tank Girl with uh, Laurie Petty and I think Ice T playing like a a, a kangaroo looking uh, creature. <laughs> fun film i did not know it was based on a really good comic that i got into later on (laughs) i think tales from the crypt uh i watched the hbo tv show and i know they made movies like blood of uh, bordello of blood and stuff like that obviously Mm -hmm. based on that from hell with johnny depp and christina ricci i think again graphic novel wasn't aware of it and bulletproof monk again like This was around the time when when um um what's his name um 
uh Sean William Scott, right? He he yeah. he did the American Pie movies and then he did the rundown and he started doing movie action films. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then he does a movie with Cho Young Fat, who is at the top of his game at this point because he's famous in in Asia and then he had already done um Crouching Tiger Hidden Crouching Dragon. Tiger. Mm-hmm. So to see these two in a movie together, I it was a fun flick. It was. Did not know it was a graphic novel or a comic. Yeah, book. I I saw that one. Did not know either. I literally went and saw it because of of Chai Yun Fat. That was why I saw it. Yeah, yeah. No. Um. It, it's it's interesting. Like, and and you know what's funny? We talked about all the movies that did well, right? Um. You know, like I'm sure there's a ton of other graphic novels that we're not talking about because the movie didn't do well or mm-hmm. wasn't good, right? Even though the source material might have been good, it just didn't not translate. A guarantee. Yeah, I mean, let's use Judge Dredd as an example as we close it off. The, the Sylvester Stallone version was not a guarantee. Dredd, though, is the one we talk about now, or at least we do, just because we're snobs, though. You know, we don't. We are. We are. We really are, though, Gabe. But yeah, no, this I, I really I, like. Uh, ever since it, we we mentioned it last week, I was like. This, this is going to be an interesting one because there are some really, really great, great films that that I was surprised to find out were, were graphic novels or comics before they were films. And it does make me want to rewatch Ninja Turtles 1. It makes me want to rewatch Constantine. Makes me want to rewatch Tank Girl. And, hmm, maybe Popeye. Maybe maybe I'll throw Popeye in there. I have a busy... Uh, next two weeks but maybe maybe i'll throw something in there all right thank you for listening and we will talk to you next week